What do you say, Mackie? Got some weird news over there? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. A woman is in custody after a multi-car collision. Officers say what began as a normal traffic stop spiraled out of control after the woman intentionally hit a motorcycle deputy. She led officers on a car chase where she allegedly uh, struck another patrol car and a tree with uh, uh, with a tree. Oh, with three, I'm sorry. <laughs> struck <laughs> That's a, little a patrol different. car and a truck with three people inside. There you go. Yeah, that is a lot different. The uh, chase ended in a rollover crash, four people being taken to the hospital with slight injuries. When police approached the woman's vehicle, she threw a rubber snake at them out the window before being arrested. <laughs> so she's got a little slapstick going. What do you think of this? <laughs> After causing a rollover wreck. Good grief. Uh, guns are not acceptable as donations at Goodwill. Just in case you didn't know that, Mackie, yeah. just throw that out there. Okay. One generous donor, though, had decided to give it a shot, so to speak, anyway, and triggered a response from police. Oh, okay. The Goodwill location, Liberty Township, Ohio, they called police after they found a gun in the donation bin. Unclear when the gun was dropped off, if it was meant to be a donation, or just somebody trying to get rid of a gun. They don't really know yet. Investigators noted that the weapon had no make, model, or serial number on it. So, I mean, if that's the case, that somebody's trying to get something, trying to get something under the radar, right? being held by police in an evidence lockbox right now. What a thing for a Goodwill employee to find, though. Right. There's a gun in here. Wow. Yeah, call police right away. A man dubbed the uh, Tinder Swindler is admitting now to his crimes. He is. Brian Wedgworth pled guilty today in federal court yesterday, I guess, in Tallahassee to wire and mail fraud, money laundering. Prosecutors say the 46-year-old was pretty good at his tricks. Tricked nearly two dozen women on dating sites in eight different states, bilking them out of more than three quarters of a million dollars. Wow. Wedgwood was, no, Wedgwood was known by 13 aliases over the five years that he ran the various schemes. Well, you got to be careful on this Tinder stuff and all those sites. If the other person is bringing nothing to the table... Uh, you're given money, you're given a place to stay, you're given a vehicle, you're given travel expense, whatever the case might be. Yeah. Have you heard the term moocher before? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. If one side's getting all the all of your stuff, then uh, it's probably not right. This is not good. Yeah. Yeah. But he said he was going to he said he was going to do this. Yeah, the uh, guy was on the show once before, and didn't they say that he was saying, oh, no, I've done nothing wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So now he's finally owning up to scamming these women, basically, huh? Three quarters of a million dollars. Wow. A lot of dough. Um, woman is dating an invisible alien, a headline we get today. Love takes many forms, Mackie. A woman named Emanuela Rose, formerly Abby Bella, that was her re real name, her given name. She lives in London. Uh, she's in love with an invisible alien. She says she met the alien after posting on Instagram about how she would rather date someone from a different planet than go to another Tinder, on another Tinder date. So she posts that online, 
Next thing you know, she claims she was later abducted from her apartment by a UFO that uh, that uh, covered her in a beam of yellow light. Wow. She uh, claims that she was then brought on board the craft, introduced to her invisible lover, Emmanuel, and that's why her name is now Emmanuela, evidently. Wow. She says that they've uh, now been dating for a year and want to wed. She also claims the aliens do not have a human form and that her physical intimacy with the alien is better than any Earthman as the aliens are loving, light, and pure-like energy. Ah, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. They can't even really go all the way, she says, Mackie, because it would kill her. Oh, I see, yeah. She knows that. <laughs> this reminds yeah. me of that story we had years ago. And that invisible Zoltron kicked in my door, and now I'm in love. <laughs> Mac, where are you going in the weird news today? Well, legendary actor Morgan Freeman is no longer welcome in Russia. Freeman is one of nearly a thousand Americans that Russia's foreign ministry has added to its stop list. Can you hear that great voice of Morgan Freeman? I'm banned. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not surprisingly, several members of the Biden administration, including President Biden and Vice President Harris, are on the list. They're not they're not welcome. I see. Surprisingly, the list includes uh two late politicians, uh John McCain, who's been gone for a while, and uh, Defense Intelligence Agency Deputy uh, Melissa Drisco. They Even both, though they're gone, they're yeah. they're welcome. They I both see. passed in uh, 2018. No, they're not welcome. Oh, they're not welcome. They're I thought you were. They were. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder if the Russians were part of that uh, survey with the spirits there in England. And <laughs> so I was wondering, does this have anything to do with the ghost the survey that we had earlier? Those spirits are banned here. In... <laughs> uh, Let's see. And. How would that work? <laughs> in yeah. Russia, you're not banned. In Russia, banned gets you. I'm not, I'm not sure that works. <laughs> have to figure out. Everything works, Mackie, so you're going to have to think about it a little the bit more. On that, yeah. Yeah. Police in Wichita, Kansas, looking for the perpetrator uh -oh. uh, of a disgusting act committed in a beauty supply store. Cops say the surveillance footage inside of Mid-K Beauty Supply shows a woman defecating in the middle of an aisle and uh, uh, casually sneaking out of the door. Just, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> Police say that they have identified the woman but haven't released her name. For now, they're simply referring to her as public enemy number two. They say her disgusting drop-off at the store was significant enough <laughs> that eight wigs were destroyed somehow as a result. What? Evidently, it was like, uh, you know, sit down on a display maybe and let it go somehow here. Or use the wigs to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's how it happened. Yikes. And uh, showing that the police department has a sense of humor, they joked, we've already confirmed that it is not Amber Heard, so please stop calling and emailing that info. Ah, sure. Lots of people probably helping out with that. Yeah, probably trying to give her give him a tip. <laughs> a junior high uh, teacher in Houston is going viral for asking students to buy and rate his books. So he's written some books, evidently. Okay. And uh, you just rate them in return for a perfect grade. 
video posted on TikTok about the assignment quickly took off, as you might imagine. Both parents and students expressed concern of the ethics of the assignment. One parent called the situation not acceptable, and the teacher was exploiting himself through the children. A letter sent to parents from the school's principal said the teacher's actions are being investigated. Mm. If you buy my book and rate it, you get an A. <laughs> I think a lot of kids would take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, I think so too, yeah. And probably not tell their parents about it. Right, and probably not read the book. Yeah, oh. Just rate it. Yeah, exactly. Animal rescuers uh, had to help out a kangaroo in Australia recently. They were summoned uh, to a warehouse where a mother kangaroo with a joey, that's what they call the kid, right? Yep. In her uh, pouch, had somehow found their way into a building, and a man working in the building in Adelaide said that he went to find a customer's order and was shocked to come face-to-face with the kangaroo. (laughs) He's working in the warehouse. Oh, yeah, that's back here on pallet 59. What? He said the animal is very calm. He fed it some water and bread. Animal group of Fauna Rescue was summoned to escort the kangaroo outside. The animal resisted, kicked at them initially before being safely ushered into a carrier. It's not clear how the kangaroo got inside the building, but it was uh, safely released to the outside of the city after that, I guess. It wanted to live in the warehouse. Yeah, thought, yeah. this is a nice cover here. <clears throat> There's plenty to eat, maybe, depending on what's being delivered through the warehouse. I don't know. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Mackie, where are you going with the weird news today? Well, there's lots to choose from. A man is under arrest in Dallas after police caught him driving a stolen Plano, Texas fire engine. (laughs) He stole the fire engine? It seems like it wouldn't be that easy to get away. Uh, Plano Fire Rescue say the truck was stolen on Saturday from a storage yard in uh, Balch Springs, Texas. Uh, Dallas officers later saw the truck moving down Main Street in downtown Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Can you describe the vehicle? (laughs) Did you guys Uh, see that? (laughs) They pulled it over and arrested 27-year-old Jose Mora, who was behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. Out on a pleasure cruise, I guess. A uh, truck driver in New Zealand hauling raw sewage to a dumping facility. Off to a bad, start. He, uh, bad start, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a bad start, yeah. <laughs> He's hauling raw sewage to a dumping facility. Decided instead that he wanted to take off early. He needed to get home early, Mackey. So he released 6,000 liters of human waste into a canal. Oh, man. So that he could call it a day and go home. Kyle Matai driving on a bridge crossing the canal on his way to an authorized dumping facility, when it occurred to him that he could just head for home if he just uh, let her all go into the water below. He was charged with improperly discharging contaminants. The canal is home to many varieties of fish, birds, etc. Of course, it's wildlife as usual. Right, yeah. In court, he told the judge that his truck simply sprung a leak. And uh, he had no choice but to release the waste into the water. But prosecutors provided proof, which shows that he, in fact, unscrewed the cap on the tank and used a lever to open the valve. Okay, yeah. There was no springing of a leak here. No. And why would you have to dump it if you had sprung a leak? (laughs) 
Matai, well, I suppose he's thinking, well, you know, I got to make something up here. Matai is waiting for a judge to announce a sentence. Prosecutors are urging him to sentence Matai to several months in prison. That's, yeah, maybe make the guy think twice about what his responsibilities are in life. Right, yeah. Well, we got a lot of uh, curiosity, morbid curiosity in the country, certainly. Dozens of people are now waiting to stay at the Indiana Hotel where the escaped Alabama inmate and corrections officer stayed before their capture. Oh. 65 people are on the waiting list to get into room 150. <laughs> no kidding. At the Motel 41 in Evanston, Evansville, Indiana. Man, we have got a screwed up society. That's where. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I just want to stay where that couple stayed, the couple that's running from the law. Yeah, the prisoner and uh huh, lady took her own life. Um, yeah, really sure. sad story. Casey White and Vicki White stayed during a manhunt that spanned several days. The couple was found on May 9th. Casey White surrendered to police, but Vicki White died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And people want to stay in their same hotel room. Yikes. Um, this is bizarre. A woman from the UK claims that she can see the face of fictional character Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. From The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Right. She can see the face of, uh, Gandalf supposedly in the floorboards of the cottage she rents out to the public. Isabel uh, Haldane, uh, says that the face was brought to her attention by her nieces after they sent her a photo with a spot on the floor. Halden says that she now challenges her guests to find the face in the floorboards, and one group has already vowed to come back because they failed to locate it the first time they stayed. Okay. Another ploy, I guess, to get people to stay right at your place. She adds, it's very special having one of the greatest wizards from literary history living in our sitting room. We feel very privileged. The spot on the floor seems to show two eyes, a nose, a downturned mouth, along with the character's long mustache and uh, and beard. Supposedly. Seems to show, yeah. Seems to show. Some uh, people are going to come back. Some group and, says they have, they couldn't find it. They're, yeah, they're going to come back and go, that's it? That doesn't look anything like Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> Let's uh, get into some weird news this morning, shall we? A uh, controversial sign has some North Carolina residents questioning whether it's real. WLOS Television in North Carolina reports that neighbors have concerns over a sign that reads, Future home of the Hoochie Hut Adult Store and Strip Club. Yeah, that would get the neighborhood uh, in uh, worried. <laughs> One man says the property owner is trying to get back at the homeowners association Oh, for questioning his intention for junk cars that are piled up on his lot. Uh-huh. The property owner didn't reveal his true plans for the future, whether they have the uh, Hoochie Hut Adult Superstore and Strip Club in the future or not. <laughs> A superstore. <laughs> A Hoochie Hut Superstore. Uh, better check with the Zoning Commission on this. The uh, Florida Landscaper won't be mowing any lawns for a while now after he was arrested for blowing up a customer's mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> Cops say the 29-year-old uh, Petra Dusik, a convicted felon who was out on parole, he's got a little landscaping business, you know, trying to get back on his feet after, you know, having a rough time going yeah. into jail for mm -hmm. a while. 
attempted to collect a payment from a customer last Thursday evening, even though the owner of the home told him he would be he would not be around on Thursday. I'm going to come by for payment on Thursday. Is that okay? No, I'm not going to be there. Uh, maybe let's find another time. Yeah, he came anyway on Thursday evening. Asked him to come Friday instead. Dusick showed up anyway on Thursday. The homeowner's mother told him that he's not home. Mom's living with him. Okay. Dusick allegedly got angry, drove off in his SUV, returned minutes later with an explosive device that he dropped into the home's mailbox. Minutes later, it blew up. The mailbox is in pieces, shrapnel up to 50 feet away, damaged a nearby... (laughs) Street sign. This is a powerful mailbox bomb. Boy, that's terrible. Pipe bomb type deal. Yeah. No one hurt in the blast, thank goodness. Dusick was arrested on charges including discharging a destructive device to cause bodily harm and possession of a weapon by a convicted felon. Yeah, he's going away again. Yeah, you don't get to uh, live on the outside, buddy. Well, you don't get to make bombs at home. No. A sheep in South Sudan has been sentenced to three years in jail for murder. A sheep. The animal headbutted 45-year-old Adhu Chaping multiple times, resulting in her death. Oh, my goodness. Police wow. then took the sheep into custody. Yeah. And have reported it will be spend three years in a military camp, after which it will be customarily given to the family of the victim. Major Elijah Maybor explained that the owner is innocent and that the sheep is the only one who deserves to be arrested. It's a weird deal, but it's probably, yeah, I mean, how do you hold the owner responsible? But I think in this country, the owner would be responsible. Well, the story we had earlier, you know, if the owner's coming in uh, headbutting his sheep in the mornings, you know, then it's probably his fault that the sheep became a headbutter. It's a negative communication from the owner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The local court also ruled the owner of the animal will give uh, five cows to the victim's family as additional compensation. Not exactly an even trade, but... No. Wow. An army training base in the U.K. allowed soldiers to enjoy an Oktoberfest party last fall. Yeah, you guys can have a little soiree. That's sure. fine. And the uh, sergeant master put in charge of making sure that no one got too drunk, evidently. Got too drunk oh, and boy. was recently demoted because of it. Here's the story. Sergeant Master uh, Michael Ransley had one job. You've got one job uh, to do, and he failed in a spectacular fashion. He passed out drunk and soiled his uh, lederhosen uh, in the meanwhile. <laughs> officials at Infantry Battle School in Brecon, Wales, say uh, that uh, Ransley was found collapsed with a strong smell of vomit and feces earlier in the day. Soldiers say that he appeared drunk and had feces on his leg. At his court-martial hearing, a uh, panel heard that Ransley was the acting alcohol policy advisor, that he was put in the position to be a deterrent against excessive drinking at the Oktoberfest. Oh, perfect. (laughs) He is a decorated veteran, evidently, of the Army, was the most senior officer at the party, and he's now been demoted to warrant officer class two. Okay. Things went the wrong way for this guy. Sergeant Hulka, does this mean we're done for the day? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mac, what's happening as far as the weird news today? A novelist who once wrote an essay called How to Murder Your Husband 
has been found guilty of murdering her husband. Guess what, huh? Romance novelist. Not only romance, I guess. Nancy Crampton Brophy was found guilty Wednesday morning of shooting her husband, Dan Brophy, in 2018. During the seven-week trial in Portland, prosecutors argued she killed uh, Bro- Brophy for to cash in on life insurance. They successfully claimed the 71-year-old novelist shot him twice using a ghost gun kit that she bought online. Sentencing scheduled for June 13th. Wow. How to murder your husband, and then she follows her own script, I guess. <laughs> wow. So she's convicted. Now, I kind of remember when that story first broke, we had it on the show, that she was going to be charged. Yeah. Took them that long to get the job done in court, huh? Four years? Yeah, 2018. A Florida man under investigation for fraud tried to get out of a lengthy prison sentence by providing a fake presidential pardon from President Trump. Ah. Uh, President Trump handed out pardons to a lot of people on his way out of office, but Alexander Lazinski wasn't one of them. <laughs> Despite the letter that he provided to the Justice Department, uh, Department, which included the former president's signature. Wow, he went the distance on this. He's accused of wire fraud, bank fraud, money laundering related to a scheme in which he used fake charities to receive two payroll protection plan loans during the pandemic. When the U.S. government seized his bank accounts, he attempted to have it unfrozen by producing a fake letter signed by President Donald Trump. Didn't work out for him. No. If he's convicted, he could face up to 30 years in prison, so I guess guy's acting out of desperation. (laughs) 30 years in prison? Yeah. Might want to talk to the next president. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. See what that can work out. Group of people in Florida have now set a new world record. This is kind of a new one for the world's largest game of freeze dance. Oh. 1,300 people participated in the dance while the, uh, at the 2022 National Senior Games in Fort Lauderdale. To play freeze dance, players must dance until the music stops. So it's, I don't want to work. I just want to freeze. You gotta hold your position. And then bang on, you start dancing again when the music starts up. Okay. And once it does, they're supposed to remain frozen, of course, when it stops, and then back to dancing when the music resumes. So, 1,300 people playing freeze dance. That had to look kind of cool, actually. So, how does it, does it, uh, do you have to drop out if you don't stop right away or something like that? Is there sort of a game mentality to it? Last man standing? I don't know. Last man dancing? Because you get in a funny position and, you know, you might tip over. Yeah, exactly. You're off balance a little bit. A uh, former postal worker in Florida lives a very physically active life. Likes to boast about it on Facebook. Here's the problem with this, Mackie. He's been collecting disability benefits from the government for a supposed debilitating back injury. And now he's going to prison. Ah, 56-year-old George Utley. He he claimed that he suffered the injury while working as a mail carrier in Pennsylvania and went on to receive over $730,000 in disability payments over the past 10 years. But during this time, he was also very active on social media, sharing photos of him lifting weights, fishing, mountain biking. (laughs) Investigators also caught him in ca- on camera, working in his yard and lifting heavy equipment. Yeah, it doesn't sound too injured. <laughs> no, 
He also ran several businesses while collecting disability. Utley was convicted of fraud, sentenced to two and a half years in prison. He also was ordered to repay $730,000 in restitution to the Department of Labor. That's going to be harder to do. Come up with the cash. Pay back the cash. Yeah. Yeah. Probably be paying on that for a while. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era. When the NFL debuts in Germany, live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football. Live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. 